Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. Wisconsin is looking for more youth to get involved in trapping from a natural resources standpoint. Erin Kiso-Webb is the assistant fur bearer specialist with the DNR. She works with the Wisconsin State Trappers Association on educational efforts. While there's no trapping season going on right now, aside from nuisance animals, the outreach efforts are ongoing. She outlines what trapper participation looks like across the state. Unfortunately, the fur market isn't what it used to be, so we're losing a few in that way. But our last year, 2021, graduates, we graduated about 1,400 students from trapper education. In the state of Wisconsin, I believe we have around... 20,000 to 30,000 active trappers. Um, Don't quote me on that number. I'm not 100% sure, but it's roughly around that. Uh, We have a mentor program where seasoned trappers can take out younger trappers so that they can learn how to trap, see if that's something they want to pursue, and, and learn all the tips and tricks and the equipment that they need and how to properly and ethically use it. Now, trapper safety differs from hunter safety. So tell me a little bit about what makes trapping unique from, you know, some of those other outdoor activities. Yeah. So what I love about trapping is it's kind of like the great equalizer. It doesn't matter your age, your size. Anybody can do it. We have different setters that help you set traps if you're smaller with smaller hands. Um, We have a lot of disabled trappers that still continue to trap because they have setters that they can set the traps still, even with a disability or differently abled. So trapping is really great for kids, too, because unlike hunting, you don't have to be quiet when you do it. You can be loud. You can learn. You can take your time and observe the land that you're looking at. It's also, it puts you really in touch with your environment. In order to be a successful trapper, you have to understand the ecology of the animal and the world that you're trapping in. You have to understand the ecology of the forest. So it's a great way to just get back in touch with nature, give back to nature, and it's an ethical management tool that we need to manage for bearer populations. So it's also great if you accidentally catch a non-targeted species, you can release, release them out of a foothold trap and they won't be injured. We use foothold traps to collar wolves for research, and we also use the foothold trap to capture an otter and reintroduce them to the state of Wisconsin, and it's one of the best conservation success stories. You, you mentioned that it's, it's essentially good for the environment to to trap. Why is that? So all of the animals that are harvested, they're a harvestable harvestable surplus, meaning that their populations are abundant. So when you are harvesting these animals, you are taking the animals that would have died from disease, starvation, or being pushed out by different species. So you're doing a service to the ecology because you are preventing the spread of diseases. You're preventing animals from suffering and dying of disease. You are preventing, you know, territorial where animals are getting pushed out of their territory because there's too many and then they'll starve and die and stuff like that. So by using trapping as a sustainable harvest method, you are reducing the population to a good healthy level so that population can maintain healthy animals and prevent the diseases spread or in destruction of property is a big issue when you have an overpopulation of animals as well. Yeah, and this isn't a conversation that you just have with me. The 
Scouts and Trappers Association uh, does outreach at schools, whether it be you know for trapping or taxidermy interests or careers. Explain to me why. Why do you reach out to schools? Is that how you recruit trappers? Yeah, so the thing with trappers and trapping education is trappers actually have a low public perception and low public support in comparison to other harvest methods such as fishing and hunting. And a lot of it's from misconceptions. So a lot of people are opposed to it because they don't understand what it is. But we are an ethical, humane way of capturing animals. We do multiple studies every year. It's For decades, we've been doing things called best management practices where we actually test the traps and we harvest the animals and a veterinarian will score injuries on the animals and only humane and ethical traps then are encouraged for use. So there's a lot of information to go into this to prove that it is ethical and humane. So we go to schools and we do these outreach to try to educate people on that because a lot of people don't know about that and they don't know that trapping is ethical and humane and that it's highly regulated and scientific based. So we're trying to spread that word so that we get more support and more people wanting to help and become a trapper. Now you speak with a passion that suggests you're a trapper as well, am I correct? You are correct, yes. I've been trapping. I would go out with my dad since I was two years old and he taught me at a very young age that you do it with respect and you have a reason to harvest that animal. They're used, so you use the pelts, you use the meat, you can use the fats as lubricants, Um, you can use every part of the animal and you have a reason to do it. It's not a meaningless kill, it is a reason to help the population to help your forest ecology it's yeah it's it's a very useful management tool and you do have a passion for it because you see yourself doing good for your environment and you mentioned it's not a lucrative business because the fur markets uh, aren't what they used to be is, is how you phrased it. So is the DNR working on ways to try to boost that market or find new markets or avenues for furs? From personal experience, I remember when I was back in 2008, roughly around that time, muskrat pelts were selling for about $9 a pelt. Today they're going for about $2. Okay. Unfortunately, the market, it's a global market, so it's not just a U.S. problem. It's um, our traditional fur buyers are, because of the pandemic and other reasons, are unable to buy furs from the U.S. So that's one of the reasons why our fur prices are so low. So what we're trying to do to continue to encourage harvesting these animals and um, help supplement, I guess, the lack of income from the fur is a lot of people do animal control. So then they will go, they'll harvest the animal and then you can tan it and create a hat or you can make gloves and then keep it yourself or sell that way. Some people tan the hides and then will paint artwork on it and sell it that way. So it's uh, new creative ways to market the fur. Um, A lot of people are using like skunk essence to create baits and lures and castor to create baits and lures and then um, of course the fat to create lubricants. Um, Beaver are great for dog food or for people food. Uh, I heard it's quite delicious. (laughs) Anything else I'm not asking you that you're either you find yourself talking about a lot today or that you wanted to add? Yeah so for if you're interested in signing up to become a certified trapper you go onto the Wisconsin DNR website in the little 
search class, you type in with trapping, and it'll show you where all the classes are where you can sign up to go through trapper education to become a certified trapper. Um, and if you're interested in becoming a trapping instructor, you also go to the Wisconsin DNR website, type in trapping instructor, and it'll take you to uh, the application process to become an instructor. Easy enough to get involved, as explained by Erin Kiso-Webb. She's the assistant fur bearer specialist with the DNR. She also works with the Wisconsin State Trappers Association to educate the public on the ecological benefits of trapping and to get young people interested in the sport. The trapping season in Wisconsin starts around October. Erin says the dates change every year. Wherever you get your trapper's license is where you can get all of those regulation details. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.